I'm Jake Herman. I'm here with Ethan S. Miller, and today we're going to be doing a little Churchill basketball playoff preview. Um, I We're not trying to make expert predictions here, but we do have a lot of experience dealing with Churchill basketball this year. I do PA announcing for the team, uh, so I've been to every home game for guys and girls, pretty much. And I'm... I play JV basketball this year and last year I was a manager for the team so I have plenty of experience um, interacting with the guys on the team and seeing how they play on a daily basis both in practice and in games. Yeah I think so we got a lot of potential for some deep playoff runs this year. Churchill guys and girls basketball both pretty strong this year overall. Uh, the guys checking in at 15 and 7 getting the three seed. These matchups uh, that were published today are really really interesting being the three seed and playing Walter Johnson, who is a local rival, is going to be an intriguing matchup. Throughout the year, there has been banter and trash talk between the two teams, and this is this is really going to come to a head. While Churchill swept the regular season meetings, it, none of that matters now, as the playoffs is really where these two teams are gonna are gonna face off again. And truly, it's going to be one. It's going to be one in the front court where Churchill doesn't have the most height of any team. Usually they're pretty small with their tallest person being Reed Machete, the 6'3 forward. They don't yeah. while they don't have a ton of height, what they do well is rebound. And if they can out rebound this Walter Johnson team, I feel like they have a really strong shot at advancing. All right, so today being Selection Tuesday, the bracket was just revealed with all the dates and times of the first round games. And at 5.30 p.m. this Friday night, Churchill will play host to Walter Johnson, a local rival team they played twice this year, team they've beaten twice this year. So we can talk about those previous matchups. They played in early January on the road, got an eight-point win, 62-54. to And then just a couple weeks ago, they played at home, and the Bulldogs won by 11. Both of those games had points where Churchill was up big and points where it was close. So, a lot, lot to talk about. These two teams appear appear a bit mismatched on paper, but they've had some they've had some interesting games. Yeah, definitely agree, Jake. While Churchill does have a significant advantage records-wise, this is definitely a tough draw that the Bulldogs received. WJ, while on paper is not is is a heavy mismatch. Um, the Bulldogs really need to stress the importance of this game. Um, I think it's it's really key that the Bulldogs are going to be playing at home this year after playing last year on the road at Blair. Um, because the Bulldogs play, because Churchill plays such a short bench of usually seven to eight guys, the energy at home is going to be key with the the constant um, the constant source of energy. Yeah, terrible. no, no, you're, you're, yeah, you're right. The home court advantage actually is going to be a big factor in this one, I think, because you look at Churchill, a team that's got a lot of good energy around them this year. They're eight and two at home, which is something. I mean, you got to realize they were four and eighteen two years ago, and to have the crowd yeah. back behind them, making a difference at home, will be big. You know, being eight and two at home, that, that's a big factor. You look at those two home losses too. None of them are to your. Well, you got one to Wooten and you got one to Pate Branch, both of them in December. So they haven't lost at home this calendar year. You got WJ, a team that's sort of limping into the playoffs. Seneca Valley beat them 98-41 heading into these playoffs. 
this is a team that struggled on the road, Ethan, 4-7 and seven for WJ. So I think the fact that the game is at home could be what swings at Churchill's way. Although you look at the road game at Walter Johnson, and Churchill got off to a fast start in that one. Did you go to that game? Um, I was not there because I was playing. But while I do want to stress the game against Seneca Valley is really an outlier because Seneca Valley is definitely the team to beat in this region. They are a great team. But I, I don't want to devalue the importance of playing at home. When you have seven guys playing and you have the energy of the crowd on your side, it does give those starters ex- a little extra burst of energy when they may be wearing down on the road. Because, because of the short bench, Churchill really needs all their starters to be playing it at their best. At They need to be playing their best at this time in the playoffs when it's most important. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's Michael let's Dan talk about there. the guys that Coach B plays in yeah. his rotation a little bit because it's been a pretty shallow bench this it year. It really has. I mean, you look at the, the starting five, you got a lot of consistency there. A lot of guys are going to miss next year, seniors um, in particular. You look at guys that he's gone to off the bench. He, he's gone to Ryan Leonard. He's mm-hmm. hit a lot of threes at certain points of the year. He's gone to Janice. Mm-hmm. He, he's been a great defender off the bench. Some energy. Um, he's gone to Henry Njumbe, mm-hmm. who... Does a good job. I think he does a good job in the paint, but also, finding position. But also, okay. So, so we talked about Churchill and their roster a little bit. Uh, WJ's roster, if you just look at heights, it, it's pretty similar. They're a pretty small team as well. Which, which is really important for Churchill. Churchill not being the biggest team in the world after last year having their big six seven center who went to um, NYU, NYU, uh, Nathan Gertler, and losing him, they really have lost that height and that physical presence in the post. So this matchup's going to be, it's really an advantage towards them playing a team with with a similar height and not being at a huge disadvantage height-wise. Yeah, and and here's here's why, I know we'll make predictions later, but here's why I think Churchill's going to win this game is WJ wants to do the same thing that Churchill does. I just think the Bulldogs are a little bit better at it. I mean, I think just Churchill, based on what I've seen, has a little bit better ball handling and shooting and transition. WJ wants to run. Um, Despite their top scorer being a forward, they want to get out and transition and hit some shots. Uh, But their shots just weren't going down in the meeting at Churchill. And it was the difference in the game, in my opinion. So, But let's talk a little bit about some of these matchups. So the leading scorer for Walter Johnson, Matt Collishaw, Averaging 13 points a game, 6-2 forward. Very similar in build, I think, to Reed Machete. And I think his matchup with Reed will be a big factor in this game. Yeah, definitely agree. He's been on a tear in his last five or six games, averaging double figures, including that that lopsided loss at Seneca Valley. He had 19. So he's playing well against the best competition he's faced so far this year and he really has been on a roll. Another big factor is going to be Hank Roll. He really he's been he's been on a tear um including two yeah. back-to-back games of 16 and 17 points against Wooden and Whitman. When Roll drives to the basket, Re- Machete really needs to impose his will and show who um and show his dominance in the post. Yeah, so while while the post might be an area where Walter Johnson will rely on a lot of their points uh, I think Churchill will need to exploit these guard matchups that they have. You you look at Churchill's guards, you got Brad Leventhal averaging 18 points a game to go along with Donovan Williams, Jared Robinson, both of whom can knock down a shot from almost anywhere. And then you look at these Walter Johnson guards who just can't have not quite been able to match that that shooting prowess this season. 
do you think that the the transition style of play is going to favor the Bulldogs because of this? Yeah, I really think that that the Bulldogs' pace and space offense that they've implemented this year is gonna is gonna really work in their favor. Um, Leventhal is going to be key. He needs to be their leader in their first game. A bunch of these guys. While they ha- while they did experience a tough loss against Blair last year, they're gonna need a quick burst of energy in those first five minutes, and I feel like that that really needs to come from Leventhal. If if Bradley is able to impose his will and get twenty to thirty like he can on a nightly basis, he's gonna be huge for their team, and they're gonna be at such an advantage because Walter Johnson doesn't have that signature score who can just take it one-on-one and blow by a guy which is something that brad is brad is one of the best at the county in doing yeah completely agree so with all this in mind uh who do you like to win this one i like churchill i think churchill is going to win by a healthy margin they're coming out motivated after a uh, tough playoff loss at Blair last year. I have Churchill 66-52. And I'll take the Bulldogs in a bit more of a low-scoring defensive game. I think the, the playoffs might get to the shooters a little bit early, which might favor Walter Johnson a little bit in, in a bit of a slower pace at the beginning. But I think in the second half, the Bulldogs will find their shot, and I think they take it 60-54. to Thanks for listening to this Churchill Round 1 playoff preview. If you like the podcast, feel free to leave a comment, and we'll see you back here for previews of the rest of the Churchill games.